we had the corn tied. We had the corn tied. So we're good. Everybody's safe. Everybody's wonderful. Everybody's good. But uh, we're here today. We're here today and uh, and ready with the fire of the Holy Ghost, ready for what? Last week, last week I was all prepared. Um, even though I changed my message last week, I had a different message. It was kind of, you know, what everything. But last week I wanted to celebrate, and I didn't get a chance and to kind of do it here today. Um, I was hoping to try to get Butchie up in the rafters and hang balloons and stuff like that here. And we were going to have a big balloon drop or something like that. Kind of like a New Year's Eve celebration. But so what are we celebrating? So uh, last Sunday, we, it was seven years that we have launched Impact Church. Seven years. Yes. Yes, seven years. Seven years. And if anybody, well... I want to say, like, if anybody would have told me that we were going to a couple of different campuses and stuff, I mean, we, we've seen it, and I'm going to kind of share a little bit today. You know, we, we had it in our heart, but man, there was days, there were seasons that were just so tough and were so difficult that I thought, man, this is just never going to come to pass. I mean, this is, like, did I, did, has, has anyone in their life, have, they, have you ever felt like you missed God? And so that was kind of like we went through a season where Stephanie and I were wondering, man, did we, did we miss it with God moving here? I mean, did we miss it? And so if you would just give me a few moments, I, I want to, I had some pictures I was scrolling through, through my phone when I was in quarantine. And, uh, and so I wanted to, uh, I wanted to just throw these up and just talk about them for a second. Are we ready? All right. So. Why does it seem like it's just one of the days? All right, so I see you're holding the phone and you got that going on. So it must be a wonderful day that's happening. So that's part of part of church, part of things that happen, and things, the stories we can tell. You know, everybody be like, that was such a good service today. We're all like ready to pull each other's hair out by the end of the service. You're like, really? Like, oh my goodness, that's the best service ever. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but. So I don't know what happened with this thing today, but we'll all work it out. So can you all see the picture all right? Can you see it? So you kind of see it a little bit. Oh, we forgot to get the, the screens. But it's a Sunday. So, um, so that's, a, that's a picture of the, the Stephanie. So those who are back can't, can't see. Um, this was where we originally launched. Well, I don't say we originally. We originally launched at the Ballsby Community House. We could not find a building when we first got up here for nothing. I mean, just, I mean, we begged, we pleaded, we tried everything. I mean, we dropped names. I mean, my, my brother was the chief of police at the time, and I would threaten people like, yo, we'll pull every one of your people over. Just let, I mean, we just, <laughs> I got connections. And so finally, uh, on the day we launched, uh, at the Fallsby Community House, Fallsby Community House, and we got weddings and uh, graduations, you can't meet there anymore. And so on that Sunday that I was preaching, uh, I said, hey, I'm not sure where we're going to be next Sunday. I'm not sure where we're going to be, but we'll let you know. Jump on Facebook, we'll, get the, we'll try to get the word out, we'll let So we had no idea. After service, uh, the Santoros came up. Um, to us that are friends of ours. Uh, actually, Mr. Santoro, I think, owned this or, or ran it or, or had something. Uh, Mr. Santoro wasn't going to the church at the time. His son was. He wasn't going to the church. Later on, long story short, 
Pastor Santorum ended up coming to church, gave his heart to the Lord, um, ended up passing away, but uh, we'll see him again. And so, man, we appreciate how God used him. But I've known him since I was a young whippersnapper anyway. And so he says, hey, listen, I got this building that you guys can use. It's not a great building. It's not a church building. It's an old uh, union hall. It's the union hall down on, uh, what's it, fourth, third, some, one of those streets down, down there. All I know is it had a bazillion cats. I'm at a bazillion cats. Like but he says, hey, listen, you can use this building. It's got electricity and that's it. It's got no heat. It's got no air. It's got no nothing. And so, hey, we'll, we'll go for it. We'll go for it. So we borrowed, I borrowed, I, I want to say I borrowed $1,000 from my mom because I think I, we did borrow. We borrowed. So we had no money for a sound system. So my mom gave me her credit card and we went and bought a sound system down in Wheeling. But we had nothing. I mean, we had nothing. Uh, we had some screens, uh, bar news, a buddy from mine in uh, Maryland that I preached at. They got a new, like, $50,000 sound system and entertainment thing at their church, so they sent us their, <laughs> their couple of links. Like, I'll send you something, and we got a couple projectors and stuff yeah. like that. And so, this is where we're at. Can we go to the next picture? And so, um, that's that's... We had a shuffleboard at our at our service, and so that was just kind of. We went in there. We had a few days to clean up. We went and cleaned up, and that's where we had. Can we pull the the next picture? And so this is in the middle of service. I took a selfie, and I was laughing because Kennedy. I can't tell Kennedy if you're back there if you're that cold or you were just kind of shy about the selfie. But it's Kennedy, you can't. Kennedy's been with us so long. I can't tell if you're hiding Kennedy back there, but you're kind of. But I'm thinking you're cold. I think. <laughs> so as you can see right here, we have a heater. Uh, we didn't have no heat. We, there was, it was so cold. It was so cold, so we would get the, we had these propane heaters. And I didn't know nothing of it. And so we had the propane heaters, and we, you know, having service, we'd huddle up, we did worship, and you could see the breath of our, of our voices as we're singing and worshiping the Lord and, and magnifying His name. And, and we continue to do that. I have a friend that's actually a captain of the Steubenville Fire Department. And uh, he uh, came over one day. He had to return something that I had. And I said, hey, I'm going to be at the church. And he comes downstairs. He's like, yo, what's, what's with the propane things? And I was like, oh, it's just for us to stay warm. And he's like, okay, you're like breaking every code possible. <laughs> Well, my brother's the chief of police. I'll, I'll pull you over, you know. And so, uh, so they, they let us go. We had, we didn't bring it over. We have it over in the weird campus, but just to be able to cool, be stay cool, we had our redneck ACs. Miss okay. Patty, you remember that? Huh? And so uh, the redneck ACs were we bought um, a cooler, bought, bought bought a bunch of coolers, and then cut out the top of the cooler, put a fan in there, and then ran a PVC pipe out the other end of the. And then put ice every about every you know 15 20 minutes in there to try to get the coolness. And so we had four or five of those all around just to try to, it was a little cooler down in the dungeon, but just to try to keep us cool down there. But you know, through it all, that we 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 just continue to worship the Lord. Amen. We we I mean, we continue, and, and I was telling I was telling them over in West Virginia that what I thought was funny is that there was a day that we were begging people to try to find a building. 
we, we just couldn't, we couldn't find, we couldn't find a place. We were like, literally, we were going to change the name from Impact to Church on the Move. Because we were always on the move. We just never, we just never knew where we were going to be. We, we were at, we, 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 wheeling, we were in wheeling at one point. Uh, West Bango, Reno, we had a service there. Uh, Fallsby Community House, uh, Brook Hills Park, um, Jefferson something, Fireball, do what? We're at the Mills Mills Cabela's, they, they, had, they had a room, they had a room. I mean, you had to walk through all the bisons and the polar bears and stuff. Stephanie's like, I don't think this is going to work for new believers. And I'm like, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. I'm like, who doesn't want to walk by buffaloes, you know? It's like, I just can't I'm just not. I was like, who else is going to let us meet? So, Cabela's, I know it's a good one. And so, we just tried everyone. But I thought what was funny is that we just never allowed it to deter us. Amen. Amen. We just kept going, kept kept worshiping, kept going after him. And, and I thought when I was telling West Virginia, what I thought was funny is that the Weirton, we call it the Weirton campus now, how we were able to get into that, stumble into it, is that they shut that down. They shut that church down. The the guy that ran it did something. I, I don't know the guy. He has a dream. The guy that runs, has a weird camp or whatever, has a dream, and in the dream, he has that a, a new church comes into there, into that church, and then it begins to grow, and it begins to flourish. He wakes up, he has his dream, and he begins to start talking to people, telling a few people from the church or whatever, saying, hey, listen, we're done with it, but God says he's sending a church in here that is, is going to, a new church, it's a new flourishing church. And they're like, what church is that? He's like, I have no idea. I'm just wow. telling you the dream. Wow. Tells another person, that person, they said, do you happen to know somebody? This person says, well, I know of such and such Alexander, blah, 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 you know, do 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 he gets my number from somebody, somebody calls me up, says, hey, listen, you don't know me from Adam, I had a dream. I have a church here on School Street, and God says he wants you in this building, and it's going to flourish. Amen. Amen. And so that's how, we, that's, that's, how, that's, how we, that's how we got in there. So we just continued to stay, continue to go, continue to go. We did two services, ran out of parking, had things, you know, before, you know, Johnny O'Covid came, come roaring in. And, uh, you know, two services talking about, we didn't want to do three services, because as you can see, we have three services today. Amen. And Steph Snyder's ready to pour her on the hell of day. And so, um, and so we're like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I kept asking Butch, Butch, what are we going to do? Come on, Butch. You know? And so Butch had no ideas. And, and we're just trying to get together. We're trying to figure this thing out. And I go to a meeting, go to something, ran into a guy, Bobby John. Run into Bobby John and start talking to him. And he's like, yo, what are you doing, church? Or whatever. And I, oh, we meet over here. And I took his place over called the Sycamore Center, and we're looking, we'd love to have a church to come in there. And so that's how we stumbled across. So you go from not having any place at all to where people that are inviting you, you know, to come into the come into the room. And so I thought, man, that's just how awesome, how amazing God is. And then this week, um, I get a text message from a, a guy who Joe plays basketball, his boy plays basketball with him. And 
I just bought this property, and on this property, there's a church. And I have no idea what I'm supposed to do with the church, but I love the property, and I don't want to destroy the church or anything. I, I don't, he's like, I don't want to burn. <laughs> do you happen to know anybody that would, you know, would like to have a building, do something, church? Do you guys, could you guys use a building? Could you guys use a... To where we had no building, now we like people running us down, like chasing us down, wanting to give us, give us buildings. But we, we've always said from, from the get-go that if they can, if, if the world can put cafes on every corner, why can't we have a life-giving church? A life-giving church. Like I'm kind of going into my message. A life-giving church. I mean, I just, and not just not just another church that's taking up space. Now, probably not going to get very many Facebook comments, good ones, and private messages at least. No, you know, who's about my church? But I'm saying, I'm saying that we just can't. We can't be. We must be the church. We must be the church that when folks walk in bound. We want them to see him get set free. I, I, I don't want to be, and I, and, I, and I pray that if you're new, new to the church, that and from from the get go, and every time we meet, and every time we talk, that's what we talk. We don't want to just be just a, a just a regular routine church. We don't want to be just a PTA meeting. We don't want to be just a gathering. But we want to be the church that he's called the church with power, the church with anointing, the church with glory, the church with resurrection power, the church with life, the church that that, that, that come in uh, bound but walk out free. The, the, the ones that when Jesus opened the scroll and he stood, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to preach the gospel, to, 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 to restore, to, to deliver, to set free. And that's what we that's what we talked about. And that's how we just kind of I'm getting somewhere. What time is it? I'm getting somewhere. And that's kind of where we started. Uh, we lived in Charlotte, North Carolina, actually just right outside of Charlotte. You can actually kind of hear the, the motor speedway uh, from our house when they when they would meet. And so we were there. Uh, we had pastored a couple of churches. Um, and always had churches that had been there, been established for a long time. The first church I ever pastored uh, in 19... And I'm not telling you because then I'm trying to figure out my age and stuff like that. But I was a young whippersnapper back in the back in the day. And the first church that, that I took over, I remember the first week we were there, uh, they were... One of the first things that we had to do was a homecoming service. And they say that every year that they have been and established, they have a homecoming service. And then they bring people that used to go to church there all come back. And my thing was like, well, if they last, why would you want them to come back? But I, mean, they just, I, don't, I don't know. That means if they left, they don't like you. <laughs> I'm just thinking a bunch of disgruntled people come back. But I think the year that we went there was like their 75th or 80th homecoming service they ever had. Wow. I'm like, wow, you know, so we just, I just, we didn't want all that. So long story, trying to get to make it short, is we're in North Carolina and, 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 and we were talking about, let's plant, let's plant a church. Never planted a church, never done that. Had a couple friends that have done it, but I thought, let's, let's do it like what we want to do. Like, I just don't want all the, the religious protocol and all that. Let's just 
do it, you know? Like, I just wear a suit and tie to church all the time. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to wear a suit and tie. I don't want to wear a suit and tie. Like, if I was in Atlanta and I didn't wear a suit and tie to service, boy, I get funny looks. I'm going to roll it up in here in my impact shirt today. And so we told hey, listen, let's plan, let's, let's plan. So we, we boiled it down to three places. We were going to go back to Georgia because there was an area that I had preached a good bit. And there was people asking and said, hey, listen, we want you. Stephanie's family partly in Hilton Head, South Carolina, or other families in Georgia. And so I thought, you know, we'd still be near family and, and all that kind of stuff. So we got Georgia. We can stay here in North Carolina. Got friends, got people, got connections. There's a church on every corner, on every three steps. Uh, Bible Belt, you know, hey, everybody goes to church in, in North Carolina, so I thought we could do that. Or we could come on up here to the Ohio Valley. <laughs> now that was kind of like, that was kind of like, just like, like that, you know, like the other two were like, come on somebody, you know. <laughs> so we're praying and just laboring, you know, and just, you know, people, I had some friends in, in Georgia like, oh, come on, come on, we got it, we can do this, we can do that. And, and so we're just kind of just leaning, you know, what to do. And, and I forget, Josiah was in second grade. And so I pick him up from school. And so I go and pick him up. And, and those that know Joe, I don't even know if he can hear me. But Joe, Joe I don't want to say Joe's a nib nose. Because he's not a nib nose. But Joe, Josiah just likes to know what's going on. Like whenever there's an adult conversation, you turn around, Joe's always going like he's, always, he's always listening. Like he always knows, you know, what to like help, you know, bring up. Like, hey, what's such, such, such? And I'm like, how'd you know that? So even from a young age, he's always been always been inquisitive, wants to know what's happening, what's going on. So he'd get in the car, pick him up, and he's like, Dad, where are we going? I'm like, home. He's like, no, what state are we going to? I'm like, well, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I heard you and Mom talking the other night. I'm like, well, we, you know, so I just tell him, hey, listen, we're thinking about either going to Georgia or we're going to stay here in North Carolina. And, and we might, I mean, you know, we could go, we could go to, you know, you know, like up where Nutty lives. He's like, oh, all right. Well, where are you been, Dad? And, I, and I'll never forget it. And I said, well, you know, I said, Georgia would be nice. Go back to Georgia, nice, you know. I said, good fishing there and stuff. I said, in North Carolina. I said, why? What do you think, bud? He's out. He said, what place needs us the most? I said, what? He said, what, what place? Of all the, the three places you're talking about, what place needs to know the most? That Jesus is still alive. I said, out of those three places, or you have an alternative place? <laughs> he said, no, Dad. He said, no, what place needs to know that Jesus is still alive? What's the toughest place? Out of those three places, that what's the toughest? I mean, absolute toughest. I said, well, up there where nothing lives, of course, is the, is the toughest place. Packed our stuff up, like the, what was it, Beverly Hillbillies, packed <laughs> up, 
There was no oil or anything there. And literally packed, packed it up, packed it up, and, and head, headed up this way. And kind of that's how we kind of got started. But uh, Butch brought this brought this this bed up here, and it was kind of a kind of my sermon illustration. If you give me a few moments today, and I'm going to go rather quickly with this, but. The, the bed is the illustration of the area, of this area. Because Joe, Josiah said, what area needs us the most, Dad? What area needs us? And, and so we're, we're thinking, you know, the mill had been shut down. Um, we had talked to some other folks. We just knew the area from, you know, from being up here of how, you know, people had left numbers-wise. I think it, the, the mayor was Mayor Condit at the time I was talking to. He was the mayor of Weirton, and he had shared with me that, you know, at the prime of, of Weirton, just Weirton at the prime, was close to 40,000 people lived there. And I think it was in nine, uh, what, about seven years ago, I think, when we came up here, I think now they're at 18, 19,000 people. So we, the bed is an illustration of the area. Many of you know the, the drugs that has taken over the area and it has seemed defeated toward even a second grader. Said, Dad, what area needs us the most? What area needs to know that Christ still reigns? And that he still delivers. And that he still sets free. And that he still can remove the blinders off our eyes. What area? And so that's why we, we did not go through the, the computer uh, and find the 10 best areas to plant a church. We, we, we did not get on the computer and find what are, what's the top five livable areas in the United States. We didn't get on and do some type of survey to find out what is what is the, the, the best uh, areas to, to, to make a living, to, to, to make good money. But we look to try to find folks that are discouraged, the folks that are defeated. And we see an area that is defeated. We see an area that was broken. We didn't come here for the scenery. We didn't come here... A little bit for the Permanent Sandwich, just a, just a little bit. I, I, don't tell Stephanie that. But, but we didn't come here for anything else, but we came here to be the church that he has called us to be. And one of the things that we said for Stephanie, you know, we said, hey, listen, we're, 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 we're moving. And no matter what, and we made a pack that day, man, I'll tell you, there was days. There was days that we didn't think that we were gonna have to, we thought we were gonna have to break the pack, but we said no matter what, let's be the church he has called us to be. No matter what, no matter if there's two people there, or no matter if we get 30 people there, no matter how many people, let's be the church. I need you to get my church ready. And so we come up and so I, I, I don't want, I don't want to get away from what he has called us. I want to go another seven years. And when we go another seven years.
And we thought, no matter what, here's what we're going to do. We're going to, it's an area that's been defeated. It's an area of people that have felt like they've lost it. And so we're going to come in and we're going to bring life. We're going to be like Ezekiel. We're going to prophesy to the dry bones. Yeah. We're going to prophesy to the dry bones. How, how do we get in that? Step down, we're praying and praying and just seeking God and saying, God, how are we going to go in to the roughest area, to the area to where even when Stephanie and I went to a nationwide church plant, a nationwide church plant, hold on right there, a nationwide church plant was in Birmingham, Alabama. We drove down and there was people from all across the nation, from over in the other nations trying to find out about church planting. There was this company that got together. There was this company that got 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 together. They were successful church planters. There was a church successful church planter. And so when we went in, there was a big map, and the people that would come in the churches that had been successful, they would take a pen and they would put it in the map, and they would put it where the plant, where the plant, where the plant, where the churches are growing and growing and growing and growing. And, and they come in, and the people before us they come in, and somebody was in Colorado, and then somebody was over here in California, and then somebody come over here and they put before us they were down in uh, Lake uh, Lakeland, Lakeland, Florida. They went down in Lakeland, and then somebody come over there and this got Stephanie, and somebody come over and said we're going to plant in Savannah, Georgia. It's like, oh, it's a beautiful Savannah, Georgia, and they're planting all around Columbus, Ohio. Somebody in Cleveland, Ohio, and then there's just a Just right there. And there was no pins at all near it. And so we grabbed our pin and we put it up there and they're like, whoa. Whoa. Hold on. You want to play it there? They discouraged us. No, don't, don't play it there. We haven't anybody that's playing it there. As you see, there's nobody, nobody around. And Stephanie and I remember going back, and we knew it was going to be one of the toughest areas, one of the most difficult areas. It's not like people were running here to plant churches. And I remember sitting in that hotel room, and we joined together with hands together, and we said, let's just go, and let's just and let's let these people know that God has not forsaken them, that God has not forgotten them, that God has a plan for this area, and that he is the rebuilder of the broken walls, that he's the rebuilder of broken dreams. I wish I had somebody to help me preach here. He's the rebuilder of broken you to teach them to worship 
And I want you to show them that something happens when you worship. I want you to preach on worship. I want you to prophesy on worship. I want you to go into every church, even when they're looking funny at you, every service. And I want you to tell them that there's power in worship. There's power when you lift up your hands. When you lift up your hands, my word said, lifting up your hands without wrap or without doubt. By the lifting of your hands, you're telling God, I have no doubt. You were able to pull me out of this cave. I have no doubt that I've been stinky like Lazarus, but I'm coming out to know. And he said, I want you to prophesy about worship. I want you to preach about worship. I want you to tell them about the woman at the well. I want you to tell them about Paul and Silas who were in a prison. And they, start, and they started praising God. And they started worshiping. And I opened up the prison doors. Come in, mama, 
and just sing a couple songs and go through the routine and say we did our part, we did that. We have corporate worship. We get up and we talk about lifting up your hands. Why? Because what's it doing? When we begin to worship, when we begin to magnify, when we begin to glorify, when we come together, and it don't matter where you come from, and it don't matter where you come from, and it don't matter where you come from, and it don't matter what you, what your skin tone is, and it don't matter what you, what your skin tone is, you come together for one cause, for one purpose, to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, to worship the Alpha and Omega, to worship the Prince of Peace and the Great I Am.
And they come in and they've been tired from the fight. They've been weary from the journey. They've been tired. See, some of y'all know, sorry if I say, but some of y'all know, but he's battling cancer and he's been in the hospital and he's been in bed, almost lost his life a few weeks ago over a procedure. Collapsed lung, but he's still coming in here. He's still worshiping.
can't do it by myself. We need Impact Church. Stand to your feet here today. And I need, I need, listen, this is not just a sermon illustration, this is real life. Now things are getting better for Steve, right? Right? I don't want to get off in y'all's business. But the last I heard was. It's not as bad as we thought. Not as bad as we thought. Originally we thought like a couple months of live time. At least it felt like that. But we're still on the road. We're still in a battle. Right? What I said, when you worship, when you pray, when you get together, when a lot of believers get together. And I'm wondering if we could do that here for a few moments as we're, as I'm closing, this is our closing, this is our altar, this is whatever we want to make of it. Can we, can we do the one, the new song you did? Where'd your drummer go? Come on, come on, run. You're part two, come on, come on, He's been there. Did you know why? We're going to raise him up. Yeah. We're going to raise him up. He's down now, but we're raising him up. We're raising him up. So when they start, when John starts worshiping, I need you. I need my worshipers. Maybe, maybe, you're, maybe, you're, maybe you've been this for the last couple of months. Today's your day. Bust it out, baby. Today's the day. Bust it out. We need everybody. Everybody, and I need worshiping. If you're not worshiping, I need you praying. And I know you said, Man, Pastor, I need to be up there. Listen, if you could pray for somebody, I call it the boomerang blessing. They've been preaching it forever. If you could believe for somebody else, God will turn around and do it for you. He told the widow woman, He said, Make me a cake, do something for me first, and then watch what God will do for you. It's a biblical principle, right? So here's what I need you to do. I need you praying. I need you worshiping. I need you singing. I need you declaring. I need you stretching your hands out towards Steve. Or maybe if you even know somebody out there, maybe it's somebody you're with. Maybe put your hand on the shoulder of somebody you're sitting beside. Maybe it's your wife. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe put your hand on this and maybe we're going to make it. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. But I need everybody involved. I need everybody involved. I need to hear you. I need to hear you. Curse the big tree. We curse that root of cancer right 
bunch of sharks all around me. And it says, when you know God's got you. And I want you to stand in that this week. That no matter what the storm is raging in your life right now, know this much. God's got you. God's got you. God's got you. You might have a conversation this week in the car. Remind God's got it. Honey, I just want to let you know God's got it. God's got it. I ain't going to flip. I ain't going to stop the thing. God's got it. God's got this. Rest. Rest in His promises. What's that? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. I'm trusting in Him. Stephen, trusting in Him. I'm trusting. I'm resting. I'm believing. I'm declaring. Not being arrogant, but being confident. I'm confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in me will accomplish it. Confident, rest in it, believe it, declare it in Jesus' name. Amen. You can